Is this on? Are we doing it now? What are we saying again? I'm Evelyn. And I'm Susan. Some people refer to us as... The Shady Ladies of Music City. I met Evelyn representing Tammy Wynette, which of course everyone said to me, don't represent her, they'll never pay, they never pay. I didn't know anything about business. And truthfully, I had just gotten out of prison in Mexico for smuggling, and I didn't even know how to work a fax machine. And I still don't really understand, where does that stuff go? Some kind of phone wire or something? But I didn't understand it. And so I was representing Tammy, and Evelyn was representing Randy, Travis. And I met Evelyn, and I thought, oh my God, a smart, intelligent Jewish woman down here single in Nashville. I have to befriend her. Well, of course, I later found out that she wasn't single and that she wasn't Jewish either. But I pursued her because she was smart. She was very persistent and, you know, was just determined that we were going to be friends. And I'm sure I was very nice and, you know, just kind of put it like as a cocktail party or breakfast thing, whatever the case was. You know, we became friends very quickly. You know, Susan is very fearless. If there's a famous person in the room, she'll be the first one to approach them and just chat them up. Or she used to push Tammy away from the piano so that she could sing. So I could just laugh watching her do these things. You know, and I just moved to Nashville, so it was good to have a friend because I didn't really know anybody here. I didn't meet a lot of people like her. There were a lot of good old boys in the music business then. I'll tell you, truthfully, I never uh, experienced any sexual harassment down here. You know, that just didn't happen in Nashville. If somebody hit on you, it was like the good news of the day. Well, you know, it, it, it was funny. Uh... When I first came to town, the whole mentality about women, there weren't that many women in any kind of position, for one thing. But the way that the female artists were treated was just horrendous in my mind because they weren't given credit to, to be able to do anything. Like the big dream was to get to, you know, open on a George Strait tour. There was a great uh, country artist named Johnny Paycheck who wrote that song, Take This Job and Shove It. And when he died, he had no place to be buried, and George loved him. So George bought a plot at Woodlawn Cemetery, and he ended up feeling badly, and he bought about 70 or 80 plots out there for all the <laughs> opera members that would never have any money to be buried anyplace else. Isn't that true? What, what no, am I? It isn't true. Well, what did he buy all those plots for? He bought about 30 plots out there. Johnny Paycheck had one, and he wanted little Jimmy Dickens to be buried there because they were good friends. And he gave out various, you know, uh, cemetery plots. I got one. Susan got one. And in the letter he wrote to me, which I still, I'll show you, he said, well, my little Jew, I've decided it's all right. You can be buried in the cemetery next to Johnny Paycheck. He was not that thrilled because I was Jewish. Not that he was anti-Semitic, but he was. He didn't know what it would mean to be anti-Semitic. It's just anything other than that weird Texas Baptist stuff was going to be weird. I mean, a Catholic well, could you know. put him into a tizzy. And then we did Asylum Records. We ran Asylum Records. There was this fantastic woman in New York who came down here, Sylvia Roan, and uh, she hired us that we really had fun. Oh, and we won a couple Grammys when we were at Asylum. One for George and one for Emmy Lou, Dolly, and Linda. Then they closed us down, but we took George Jones with us 
and we opened up Bandit Records, and it was George Jones's last label. And between us, we sold about a million records. But still in all, there's never been another two women that ran a label in this town. It seems so long ago, in it 1988, uh, I started laughing a lot and met Susan. We had so much fun doing our shit that no one could believe it. We just laughed away. That's probably because we've been smoking pot for like 50 years every day of our lives. Hi, thanks for listening. You be sure to subscribe and we'll be sure to catch you off guard. So light one up and lighten up. We'll have new content every week throughout May, and the first full episode of the season will be available on Tuesday, June 4th. You can follow along with us on Instagram at Shady Ladies of Music City, as well as on Facebook and Twitter. For more information on the podcast, please visit www.shadyladiesofmusiccity.com. Shady Ladies of Music City is recorded and produced in Nashville, Tennessee and is presented by Monument Records. Executive producers are Jason Owen, Shane McAnally, and Katie McCartney. Our producer is Sarah DeHilly. Our theme song is written and performed by Robert Chavers. He is also our engineer and editor.